Today's episode of Sports Headlines is presented by Podgo. What's Podgo? Well, Warner, Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. So you're telling me that if I include an ad from Podgo, they're going to tell me up front how much I'll make? Of course. If you apply today, actually, to become a member, you'll be immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Really? So it'll be specified for my show and my type of podcast? Yeah. So all you have to do is go to podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot co, C-O. And when you apply, make sure you add our podcast, Sports Headlines, and the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. All right. I'll do that as soon as I can. Yep, again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Let's get back to today's episode. Welcome back to Sports Town Lines, the most authentic place of sports. We're new to the channel. I am Sean. And I am Warner, and today we are joined by a very, very special guest, Mr. Brentley Wiseman. Certain, oh, wait, oh, my bad, the clapping yeah, yeah. name. My bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah. um, we have our certain guests that I tweet this out. There's certain guests that you, you know, you're excited about every guest, but there are certain guests, especially you, Brentley, I believe you're a former Charger scout, being a Charger fan. There's certain guests, you know, you get a little bit more excited about. So anyway, thank you, Brentley, for joining us. No, nah, I appreciate the good introduction, and thank you guys for having me. For sure. All right, by the way, I did introduce at the start. This is Mock Draft 5.0, so our fifth Mock Draft third um mock draft since we really started to dive in some of these guys and do our more in-depth evaluations and this is also episode 90 so we're on the road to sh100 so if you guys have any ideas about what we should do for uh episode 100 go ahead you guys can follow us on twitter sports line a send us your ideas because besides the big announcement i have no clue we have no clue what to do for episode 100 but with that being said um Let's stop talking. Let's get right into this here. So we're doing a one round. This is our last one round mock draft. The next two mock drafts uh, will be a little bit different, and we'll explain that maybe at the end of the episode. But anyway, Brentley, um, number one pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. You're obviously taking Devonta Smith, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, taking uh, taking Wyatt Davis, number one overall. That's going <laughs> to be the, the Jaguars pick. Nah, um, I got to go with Trevor Lawrence, man. Trevor Lawrence is clearly the pick. I think that's obviously why Urban Meyer came out of retirement. He wanted the chance to coach Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is really a sensational prospect. He has very few flaws in his game. And, you know, to me, I, what I think is the most underrated part of his game is actually just how athletic this kid is. You know, he is not, you know, one of those guys who has to be a statue in the pocket. He actually can really affect the game on the ground with his legs, not just – moving the pocket, but actually as a runner. And so that's, to me, he's everything you want in an NFL quarterback. He has the arm talent, the size, the athletic ability, and the decision-making. I think he's going to be um, a special player. Yes, for, for sure. Um, for me, I'm also obviously going Trevor Lawrence here as well. Uh, kind of, if you want a pro comp for me, I kind of reminds me a lot of Andrew Luck. You know, kind of, you don't think of him as, you know, a guy who's mobile around the pocket, who can scramble for some yardage if the pocket collapses or whatever. But he really, that was Andrew Luck. It's always his play. I think it's rookie year against Kansas City in the playoffs where uh, the pressure gets there. Nobody's open. It's just his 
big call. He just runs for like 20 yards for the touchdown, which would be, I think, the game-winning touchdown in overtime. So he has that if factor. Trevor Lawrence to the Jags, too much sense here. Yeah, 100%. Um, if he does not go uh, number one overall, I, I, what, what are the Jags doing? Unless they trade back and get like seven first-round picks and and still land a, a Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. Um, what, what, he's got to go number one. Yeah. All right, second pick for the Jets. This is when things can potentially start getting a little interesting. You have a plethora of options. You can trade back if you really want to stick with uh, Sam Darnold, which is what I did last time around. You can – there is still the possibility that Deshaun Watson gets traded. You could do that. So, Brantley, what are you doing if you're the Jets here at two? So, look, man, if I'm the Jets at two, I'm taking Justin Fields. And so it comes down to two things. One, I don't think I would keep Sam Darnold. There's multiple, multiple variety of reasons, but the, the biggest reason being this. If you were going to keep Sam Darnold, you should feel that your team is pretty close to competing in, in the sense that you're one or two pieces away from actually having a talented roster around Sam Darnold. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay this kid pretty soon. Yeah. He's going to be on his fifth-year option. He's going to get a new contract. I don't think the Jets roster is nearly at that point. So even if I think Sam Darnold is an okay quarterback, and I do actually, I think it makes more sense to restart the clock mm. with a younger quarterback while, while you still establish your roster. It doesn't make any sense to me to keep Sam Darnold when your roster is still a ways away from the competing. So I'm going to go ahead and trade Sam Darnold to whoever, you know, whoever is interested. I'm sure there's going to be tons of teams interested in Sam Darnold. And I'm going to draft Justin Fields, who I think is clearly the number two over the number two quarterback in the in the draft. I think I, I like Zach Wilson. I'm sure we'll talk about him later, but I think Justin Fields, just in terms of arm talent, in terms of size, in terms of you know level of competition, the consistency he's shown in his you know in his as a college career, I think this kid is getting nitpicked for really things I don't I don't really see. I think he's extremely accurate. I think he has all the poise you would want. Um, I think this kid's a big time player, man. It reminds me of kind of the Justin Herbert thing where, you know, we just found all these holes in this kid's game. And look, look back in 2019, Herbert would have been the surefire uh, number one overall pick. He would have number one, yeah. But because of the over scrutiny and the fact that we needed to push other players up, a la Burrow, a la Zach Wilson, that naturally we like to bring good players down. And I'm not going to do that with Fields. I think Fields is a superior talent, and I think he'd be an awesome pick at number two to support the Jets and kind of start that rebuild over. Yeah. Um, I tweeted this out in the past. I'm kind of in the middle on the two, but I'm going to stay with my consistent pick, which, by the way, is Zach Wilson, number two to the Jets. If you're, if you're advocating highly, and that's probably the best argument I've heard for Justin Fields over Zach Wilson. That's the best argument I've heard for it. But so if you're like, obviously what you said about Justin Fields, I think that's for the most part accurate. I think Justin Fields highs are like when he's at his best, I would argue his best like tape is arguably better than Zach Wilson's and Trevor and Trevor Lawrence's. I think what that's what Justin Fields is at his best. But I think Zach Wilson's kind of more of a natural passer. He evades pressure better. He senses pressure better. It's a, it's a few on a few different occasions where Justin Fields kind of like steps into the pressure like that. It's kind of mind boggling. He has the arm talent, as you stated. He has a lot of the nice physical traits that you mentioned. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Dak Prescott, but stronger arm, I feel, and a little bit quicker and more mobile. I feel even though Dak is very mobile. But the pick here for me is Zach Wilson. 
the highest, I think his upside is a little bit higher. I have a, my comp for him. It's like a combination of like uh, Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen, the good and the bad. Kind of reminds me of those two. Like they had a, a man child. Um, that's who Zach Wilson would be. Um, two guys from the same draft class as well. Um, he has that arm talent. He can evade pressure with some of the best of them. Um, I think Zach Wilson is the pick here. You put him in his Kyle Shanahan offense as well. I think this is a no-brainer pick for the Jets. Yeah, I think I think the Jets take Zach Wilson as well. Um, I, to to um, both of your points, yes, Justin Fields has an absolute cannon of an arm. He is has really nice touch um, on his passes, but the problem is the types of passes he's taking in my eyes. Um, getting through his reads, going from you know from the snap to his first read, but then his first read to his second read to his third read, um, and, and not not forcing the ball. Not being a little indecisive, um, this didn't happen much last year, but a really specific moment, which, you know, I don't think you can hold too much against Fields um, because it was his sophomore year, but that throw against Clemson. Against Clemson. Um, yeah, to, to um, he, he decided to stay, not go into the draft. I'm blanking on his name. Alave. Chris Alave. Uh, he threw a tick late. Alave and him had a miscommunication. It was intercepted and Clemson won the game. Um so I think there are little things that you, you can and, and honestly should hold against Justin Fields, but there's, there's also the same things you hold against Zach Wilson. So really it's, it's, it's coach's preference. And, and if I was the coach, I would, I would roll with Zach Wilson. He seems to be a little bit better um, than Fields and, and just about everything. Yeah. Again, like if you like you advocated for Fields or Wilson, I'm very close. Those two prospects to me are, so you got to get really nitpicky. But uh, anyway, number three, the Dolphins, who are just crapping all over Tua right now. I'm really sorry. So I feel bad for Tua. Um, <laughs> who, who do you take to be the Dolphins? So are we doing trades or are we yeah. going yeah. to be consistent? Okay, so we're doing trades. If I'm doing trades, I think the Dolphins need to trade out of the spot. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of interest in, in this number three spot, depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson. You know, in my, in my mock draft, I did it for the draft network. I had Carolina Panthers moving up to three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to do that here. I, I think I think that just makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, again, if Carolina could, seems like they're a big player in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And so if they do miss out on Watson, I do think they'll end up moving up to three. Um, and then so I'll, I'll go ahead and make trade up to uh, to the number three from Carolina. And from Carolina, I'm taking Zach Wilson. Yeah. And again, you know, look, I, I, I like Zach Wilson as a player. I think he's – maybe the most instinctual quarterback in this class in the sense that, you know, he can easily evade pressure. Um, you know, he can make plays off script easily. Um, and he has a live arm uh, and he's a natural playmaker. I and mean, he does a lot of things that I like. He plays with, he's an ultra confident player. Um, you know, but for me, you know, Zach Wilson, if I were to nitpick him, I, I just don't see the arm strength that I do see in Fields or Lawrence. I don't see the elite physical tools that I see in Fields or Lawrence. And like we saw it again, like, like I saw with Herbert, at the end of the day, at the NFL level, I mean, who are the, who are the quarterbacks that are really succeeding? You got Allen, you got Herbert, you got the Holmes. You know, you, these are all guys who have elite physical tools because the windows are small in the NFL. And if you're not able to drive that ball into those tight windows, it doesn't really matter how accurate, how accurate you are, in my opinion. And so – that's not to say that I don't think Wilson is succeeding. I obviously have him going three overall. I just think, you know, when you compare him to the two quarterbacks I have above him, that's where he falls a little short. 
but I think he's going to be a dynamic playmaker at the next level. I like his mobility. I like his accuracy. I like his timing. And again, I think he's, his instincts are top notch and I think he'll be a great pick for Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I brought the Panthers, uh, going back to the Jets, I have the Panthers since they have, they're looking to be very ultra aggressive and getting a quarterback in this uh, off season cycle. I had them trading for Sam Darnold uh, using their second round pick to get Sam Darnold. Now for the Dolphins, uh, since the Panthers, you know, this is a realistic trade spot for them. They've got Sam Darnold in mind, so they're not looking for a quarterback, so they'll stay put. The Dolphins, they'll take Penny Sewell. Their offensive line just got a, a massive upgrade. And I, I've been kind of going back and forth with this one because uh, the Dolphins, they need to address wide receiver and offensive tackle, and they have three and 18. So I think you could do both. If you wanted to, you could, hey, Jamar Chase is available. Devonta Smith is available. You could go there at three and then get you maybe a Samuel Cosme or whoever at 18. But I think you get the best player arguably in the draft, the best, definitely the best tackle prospect in this draft class. Your whole offensive line gets better. You give Tua some protection um, on that offensive line. You go Panay Sewell for the Dolphins here. Yeah, same here. Um, you you draft Panay Sewell, stick him at left tackle, uh, put your left tackle over right tackle, right tackle, bump him in the right guard. You upgrade three spots on the other line um, just with one pick at number three overall. Yes, Tua getting a lot of hate and slander right now, but um, I still think you take Sewell here. You've still got at least three more seasons with uh, with Tua. If you do want to grab Fields, I understand it, but it wouldn't make a lot of sense to me to have Justin Fields or Tua, whichever one, with uh, with a you know an offensive line that is so so uh, weapons that you can upgrade with either this pick if you want to go with Chase or. With a later pick, if, if uh, Rashad Bateman's available, maybe Kadarius Tony, the list goes on. Um, so it, it's 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 an interesting spot where you are, but I think you've got to go Sewell, upgrade three different spots in that O-line. You just did cut Kyle Van Noy, so maybe look to go linebacker later in the draft. But um, Sewell's the pick here, and, and, and I think you can address quarterback if you have to in the coming years. It's not like your team has a huge, you know, a ticking time bomb, uh, so to say. Yeah. All right. Number four, the Atlanta Falcons, based off of your pre most recent mock draft for the draft network, go check that out for our listeners listening to this. You had them taking Peninsula. Are you going to fall suit with that as well here? If you have the Falcons taking. You know, I think I'm going to uh, change it up a little bit, just um, keep it interesting. And also just kind of based on some more film study, but um, you know, I'm going to have them going Kyle Pitts. Um, and here, uh, let me preface by saying, I think Atlanta is the biggest wild card in the top 10. I, I think because they could easily take a quarterback, um, you know, they, they don't, I'm sure they don't expect to be picking in the top 10 very, very often. And so getting a quarterback of the future that they can groom behind Matt Ryan would make a lot of sense. And I, I could easily see them doing that. But then again, I could see them not doing that because Arthur Smith, he's a first year head coach. He may not want to be in a rush to get a new guy and kind of start his clock. And so, who, and, and, the, and the issue is what they really need is more help on defense. I mean, but the issue is there's not a defensive player that I love at number four. And yeah. so I think this is a prime trade down spot, especially actually if, if Miami, um, you know, doesn't trade down the, the way you guys have it. But for me, since I already have uh, Miami trading down and Carolina moving up, I'll have Atlanta staying pat and I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts is arguably the best non quarterback in this draft. That's how good of a player I think he is. Um, you know, and if we're gonna if we're gonna go with best player 
best player available. I mean, I think Kyle Pitts is that guy. Um, you know, Hayden Hurst, he came over via um, Baltimore last year. Yeah. And he's a good player, but he's not Kyle Pitts. And I think, you know, Arthur Smith, he's, 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 he's shown to be really be excellent using tight ends. Jonu Smith, um, you know, he, he blossomed on, under, under uh, Arthur Smith. And I think Kyle Pitts, you know, he, the way that, how creative he can use him, it would be pretty sensational. Um, so having Kyle Pitts in there as a 12 personnel and also having Colin Ridley and Julio Jones from Matt Ryan would be pretty hard to stop. Yeah. Uh, problem is, like you mentioned, they won't be able to stop anybody else from scoring. Um, so for the Falcons, you brought is good trade down option, but for me, they have a quarterback on the board still that I like the value here for, and that man is Justin Fields. So I think if you're the Falcons, if Justin Fields and or Zach Wilson is sitting at four, you obviously take one of those guys. So I'm gonna go Justin Fields here for all the reasons that you and I, or I guess all three of us have mentioned earlier. Cannon and Norm, he plays with a lot of poise. He has that it factor that you love to see. And you get him, you get to groom him and sit him behind Matt Ryan, probably only for a year. Um, and then, you know, this tackle class is deep. You can focus on the defense. If he really wants you could trade back up later on the first round, where I think defense is a lot better value. You'll see from my mock drafts, it's a lot more defense towards the back half, I feel. But you go get Justin Fields, either the second best or third best quarterback based off of your preference. I actually think he fits this scheme a lot better than Zach Wilson. So you go get Justin Fields. I think he fits the scheme a little bit better than Zach Wilson. Warner, give me that look. Um, it's get, the same scheme. I think I know he fits the scheme. But I think he fits it a little bit better than Zach Wilson would in a okay. lane. Okay. I'm glad you cleared that up. Uh, I actually have Justin Fields going to the Falcons as well. Um, I think I have no more faith in Matt Ryan that he can be a capable quarterback that's going to lead your team to the Super Bowl. For that reason, you've got uh, you've got a pretty good core of weapons. Um, you've got pretty much holes everywhere else, specifically defense and offensive line. But I think the first step to converting that is getting your franchise quarterback um, in Justin Fields. So you go ahead, grab Fields out of Ohio State. You will have a year to sit behind or two years to sit behind one of the smarter veteran quarterbacks. Um, the more experienced quarterbacks, not necessarily smarter, as Matt Ryan does just occasionally say, oh, hey, Julio, and um, chuck it up there. But I think I think you draft uh, you draft fields here, set up your future. And, um, again, it's a really deep offensive tackle class. I think you can grab, you know, a physical edge rusher or, or a, um, a really good corner, et cetera, et cetera, safety later on in the draft and fill some of those holes on defense and start building around Justin Fields right here, right now, number four. Yeah. All right, number five, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you don't have Penesu off the board, so for the sake of Joe Burrow, please tell me Penesu is going to the Bengals. Yeah, man, I got I got uh, Penesu going to Cincinnati. Um, he'll be Joe Burrow's, you know, left tackle for the foreseeable future. Um, they'll, sh- they'll kick Jonah Williams to right tackle, and, and then there we go. We're, we're off and rolling. You know, the offensive lines will still need help interior. I mean, I think, in my, my mind, they could improve all five positions. And so the work's not done, but this will be a, a good a good first start, you know, adding Penesul. Yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking of a trade down here because you know, the second best tackle in this class, in my opinion, is Sean Slater. And I just personally don't think five is – the right value for Slater. I think he's more like you're talking maybe seven to eight to like 13 probably is the range. My opinion for Rashawn Slater. 
I couldn't find a, a trade down partner, so I'm gonna go Jamar Chase at number five here. You rekindle that magic with Joe Burrow, um, which is where we saw the best Jamar Chase set who might come from. I actually want to get your thoughts on this because I struggled on the comp from. I got AJ Brown as my comp for Jamar Chase, but I think if we don't, but that's because we're looking at his last year tape. We're not, we don't really know how uh, he developed from this year to last year, if his route running has improved or if he's gotten any faster. Because if he's done those things, I think you might get DeAndre Hopkins. But what are your thoughts really quickly before we go to Warner? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about this yesterday. You know, I think he's one of the more harder players to really compare to because I think his game and the style that he plays is so unique. Yeah. And so I will preface this that it's sometimes it's okay if there's not a comp because sometimes a player is so unique that this is the first kind of this is the first type of player we've ever seen. And so I get it. We like to do comps, but if we can't come up with a, come up with a comp, you know, we don't have to pigeonhole him. That being said, you know, a player who I kind of see him like is Steve Smith. And yes, he's bigger than Steve Smith, but from the mentality of when the ball's in the air, it's his ball. ball. Uh, he's a dog. I mean, he's a dog in terms of being able to play through contact, being able to uh, play through press, and he's fast enough to, uh, to separate. So Steve Smith would be my comp. Um, but again, I think his game is just so unique that I actually struggle with with a comp that's really fair for him. Yeah, go ahead, Warner. Yeah, I got Jamar Chase coming here as well. I think at this spot in the draft, it's a no-brainer. You, if you don't have access to Penny Sewell, then you go grab the, the next best thing in Jamar Chase. Um, the only the I, I was debating between Chase here and actually Kyle Pitts, as they do have you know a hole at tight end that would be amazingly filled. Um, by by Kyle Pitts, but I think you grab Chase here again. Reunite the LSU kids. Um, Joe Burrow threw twenty touchdowns to uh, Jamar Chase, seventeen hundred yards. So so I think you got to go Chase here, and that receiving core is looking really really nice with Higgins and then Boyd out of the slot. Right, Higgins, Chase on the outside, Boyd in the slot. Yeah, you're looking nice, but uh, Joe Burrow is going to die and have another torn ACL. All right, number six. By the way, Warner is copying off my mock draft. He saw my mock draft. You're just you're just, you're just saying them before <laughs> me. So I, I'm pretty sure our number seven overall picks will differ. Yeah. Uh, number six, the Philadelphia Eagles. I think at least for this year, they're going to roll with Justin. I mean, not Justin. Jalen Hurts, at least for this year. How long that lasts, who knows. But Brownlee, if you're the Eagles, who do you take care of six? Well, um, you know, my number one receiver is still on the board, and that's Jamar Chase. And so I got I to gotta go with him. Um, the, the Jalen Rager pick last year shocked me. I mean, my, my buddy's uh, an Eagles fan, and I was like, how the hell did he pass Justin Jefferson? I was shocked. But, um, and listen, Jalen Rager made it up into a good player, but he's not, he'll never be Jamar Chase. And so adding Jamar Chase, getting him in this uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, receiving room and you know, giving Jalen Hurts a weapon to, to really throw to next season to kind of evaluate him would make a lot of sense. And again, I think Jamar Chase is a special player. He's a special talent. So this is an easy pick here. Jamar Chase of the Eagles. Yeah, um, I'm going to have the Eagles taking at six, and it's my, my wide receiver ones off the board. I'm going to have taking Devontae Smith, uh, wide receiver out of Alabama. Um, you know, give Jalen Hurts just maybe outside of my wide receiver three, who's actually the fourth wide receiver gone just based off of team preference. But um, outside of that guy, Devontae Smith is the best separator in this draft class. He's the best route runner. He's the best release in this draft class, in my opinion. Um, you give Jalen Hurts a guy that can get open 
um, in those short to intermediate routes and the occasional deep shot, but you have more of your vertical threat in Jalen Rieger. I think this is the pick. This has been my pick for the Eagles since mock draft one pretty much. Um, this just makes a lot of sense to me. Devontae Smith to the Eagles. Yeah, same here. Um, copy, paste, control C, control V. Next. Taking my daggone picks. <laughs> it's all fun. It's all fun at games, though. All right. Now, like you said, this is definitely where the things start to differ a little bit here. The Detroit Lions may be the hardest team to draft for in this in this draft, um, at least in the first round, especially. New coach uh, who, you know, you want to you want to draft a guy here here that's going to like eating kneecaps, preferably. Um, so who do you have Motor City Dan Campbell taking with his first pick as a coach? Yeah, man, I think I'm going to stick to my mock draft here, and I'm going to have them trade it back with the Washington football team. I Ooh, think – Big jump for the football team. It, it's a big jump, but they have no choice. I mean, at this point in time, they have, like, what, no – they have Taylor Haneke as a one quarterback on their roster. Hey, I mean, Taylor Haneke, we trust. Hey, hey. hey. Everyone, you, you, might, you might be on loan on that island. But, um, you know, I think – listen, I, I think Washington will, will swing for Sam Darnold. I think that's, that's probably their guy at this point in time. But – other than that, this defense is ready to go, and they're going to need a quarterback to lead them. And so I have them making the move up for Trey Lance. He's a guy I, I have a lot of respect for. I think he's an awesome prospect. I, 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 To be real, I mean, I think if there was a scouting combine and he had the opportunity to throw alongside Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, I might be talking about Trey Lance as QB2. I mean, that's – I mean, for me, QB3, but I don't think he'd ever pass Fields. But I, I think certainly would have the opportunity to pass Wilson – but um, that's that's just how I feel about Trey Lance. I think he's a high upside player. Um, he's, he's a dual threat guy. He reminds me a little bit of Cam Newton running the football. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of this guy. And so I think uh, Ron Rivera will get his younger version of Cam Newton and Trey Lance. And then uh, for the for Detroit, I think it makes a lot of sense to trade back because, you know, they have already so many picks in next year's draft and the year after it kind of spells, you know, they're in this for the long haul. This will be a long-term rebuild have Jared Goff to kind of guide him through this rebuild. And so acquiring picks later on for, for years, years to come makes a lot of sense. That way they can be aggressive to get a new quarterback maybe next year when they're a little further along with rebuilding the team. Yeah, the, yeah, the, that trade does make a lot of sense here. And you talked about how, you know, they're in this sort of long call. And I think Dan Campbell got like a six-year deal. So they're they're definitely not – the, the vibe I'm getting from the Lions is they don't want to draft a quarterback to like, they, they want to rebuild the culture, rebuild some you know, like the, the toughness of this team. And then you start the clock and go get you your, your young guy here. And I think when you uh, inevitably, whether it's next year, or the following year, inevitably, when you have to draft that young guy, you want to do what some of these other teams like the Bengals, my Chargers, unfortunately um, have failed to do. And that is, have oh, a no. good offensive line here. Are you serious? And I, the Lions, the guy who <laughs> we have 10 minutes of Warner, get another link ready, please. Um, oh, the man. guy Lions are going to take care of Rayshon Slater. Oh, man. Northwestern. He's, I mean, hey, I think he's a kneecap kind of guy. I mean, he looks like he might like some kneecaps. You're taking all my picks. Really? Yes. <laughs> I got Rashad Slater going to. He is. He is going to punch you in the mouth and then right, he's gonna, on top of you and get up and go block the next linebacker. He right, he's a dog. I mean, you're you're gonna be facing Zadarius Smith. I mean, I don't even have the schedule. You're facing Zadarius Smith twice a year. He's shown he can compete, even though at a smaller frame, he can compete with the best. We saw what he did against Chase Young last year. 
Um, I forget Northwestern made it to the Big Ten. No, it was a lot. It was it was a regular season game, but. We saw we saw what we can do against the best edge rushers last year. You reset the rebuild. I mean, you, you start the rebuild by building your offensive line, like you mentioned, friendly. Um, Jared Goff is your quarterback at least for this year. Man, what the heck? I can't believe you actually. I thought you were going to grab like Parsons or trade back, and then you, uh, yeah, Rashawn Slater. I mean. <laughs> He, he's got he's got natural leverage, uh, and I know people want like big offensive tackle, um, but you already got your left tackle, you've got your center. Um, now grab your other right tackle, and, and those are probably the three most important um, spots on the offensive line because you offensive guard team kind of be hidden. You know, it, you when you have a great offensive guard, he's a force. But when you have a poor offensive guard, unless it's like Michael Jordan or whoever the heck through through the D lineman into Joe Burrow's knee, if, unless you have that guy, then then you'll then you can live with a, um, with a below average guard. But you got to have that tackle spot in the center spot hammered down. And and for that reason, you grab Rashawn Slater, and he, I mean, you're you're giving Jared Goff the ability to hey, maybe you are the guy. You maybe you were drafted number one overall for a reason. Are you going to come in here? Maybe comes in with a in the shoulder. Yeah. 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 Are you going to come in here, grind? Are you going to be? Are you going to fulfill your potential? You've got the arm talent, but you don't really have that. That you know, Motor City Dan Campbell biting kneecaps attitude and state of mind. If he can develop that, the Lions may be may be able to speed this up a little bit, having their quarterback with three good pieces on the offensive line after this pick. Yeah, the, the, the key thing here was kneecaps. I mean, Richard seems like a kneecap. He seems like a kneecap kind of guy. Um, all right, number eight here, the Carolina Panthers. So they got for me. Oh, wait, crap, it's your turn. My bad. Carolina Panthers. You had so the, I ha- so I have I have a, this is the Miami Dolphins pick now, yeah. and this is it's gonna be he's gonna be Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, to, if if they roll with Tua, um, it's, it's got to be a receiver because I mean, otherwise they just have no. They have no pass catchers. I mean, uh, they, they, they need guys who can separate. And I think Jalen Waddle is just an unreal talent. I mean, he has the speed, explosive burst. And really, I think an underrated thing by him is just how, how his, his ability to really play big for a smaller receiver. He can go above the rim. He has He's a good vertical, and he has, his, ball, his ball skills are top-notch. And so I think this is an easy pick here, and this is Jalen Waddle. I see Sean. Are you are you upset with that with that pick or what? Yeah, I think it's because so, Dylan Waddle just went on ESPN the other day and, and said Mac Jones was definitely better than Tua. <laughs> Chris Kidd's not going to care about that. Yeah, but um, no, He's I did like, that. Hey man, for Brian, like hey buddy, uh, yeah, remember what I said? Um, yeah, my bad. Remember all those touchdowns you threw to me two years ago? I was just I was just trying to help Mac go go higher. You're, right. I knew you were always better. But I made that – that was my reaction because I did – we just recently did my uh, – I just recently did my top ten wide receivers in this draft class. And Waddle's my wide receiver four. So I have my hesitancies about Jalen Waddle, especially going inside the top ten and eight. But the Carolina Panthers for me are up because they did not trade up like they did in yours. Um, so they traded for Sam Darnold. You have your quarterback of the future because um, State Bridgewater is not the long-term solution. Um you have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. You could potentially bring back Curtis Samuel. Make the offense even more fun to watch. Give Joe Brady another weapon. Go get the most interesting and dynamic 
offensive weapon, Kyle Pitts. What the heck, Warner? Kyle Pitts to the Carolina Panthers. For all the reasons you said, um, you know, he's not a tight end. He is like a hybrid wide receiver tight end. Um, kind of, well, he's just a, a mismatch problem for everybody on the field. You give him, you give Joe Brady another weapon, you know, another toy to play with and, you know, scheme things up for. This is going to be really fun. And Kyle Pitts may be a reason why Joe Brady gets a job next year. I like Joe Brady, but still. Kyle Pitts to the Panthers. Warner, please tell me you have uh, the Panthers taken, like, uh, reaching for Christian Derrissaw or somebody. Please tell me. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, buddy. Kyle Pitts is going to go to the Panthers here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This has never happened before. We've had almost – have we had exactly the same picks for the first eight? One through eight. I know for a fact, like, at least 11 when we get to 11 because I have a trade at 11. Um, okay. I do not have a trade at 11. So. Okay, there we go. Hallelujah. <laughs> we'll be good there. We're good. Um, so yeah, Kyle Pitts out of Florida going to Carolina. Just traded for Sam Darnold. Um, you got Teddy Bridgewater. You got Joe Brady, DJ Moore. Um, Christian McCaffrey, it's all there. Why not make it a little bit better? Uh, you got a young defense, start the window, open it up. Um, you, you've got, you've got your quarterback, you've got your weapons, you've got your running back, you've got your young defense in about a year. I mean, they could be legit contenders in the, um, in the NFC East or South, South. Yeah. They, they would, they would have easily won the NFC East. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, Matt Rule has to pick deep, I mean, offense at some point, right? I mean, he went all defense last year, so I mean, he has to pick offense at some point. Number nine and number 10, um, we have three minutes here, so I was figuring we could wrap things up here. So, uh, Brentley, go with your number nine pick, which is the Broncos, and your number 10 pick, which is the Cowboys here. Sure, yeah, I think we'll go uh, Farley, Caleb Farley to the Broncos, who I, I think is one of the best corner prospects to come out in the past couple of years. Uh, but I think he's unreal. He has excellent length, movement skills, just instincts, ball skills. He's yeah. he's everything you'd want. So he'll go to the Broncos and number 10. It's tough. I want to go Patrick Sertain. And, you know, I will go Patrick Sertain uh, out of Alabama, the second best corner in the draft. I think Dallas needs a lot of help on defense. Um, pairing him up with Trayvon Diggs, who I actually thought played well towards the end of the year, kind of got picked on early and that narrative never changed. He's definitely not a liability. And so I think having Sertain and Diggs – as two corners, yeah, you feel pretty good about. And I will say, for Dallas, I considered an offensive lineman, but ended up going going deep corner. Yeah, I believe you have Slater going to the Cowboys in your most recent mock draft for TDN. Um, same old, same old for me. Uh, nine and ten, Patrick Sertain and Caleb Farley. I think it's more of a preference. Um, I think Caleb Farley for the Cowboys. I you bring in Dan Quinn, so you're going to be playing a Seattle cover three, four three scheme. And I think Caleb Farley really fits that scheme nicely. And Patrick Tain, from what I've seen, I mean, kind of a press man, physical corner at the line of scrimmage. He, from at least what I've seen, I liked him a lot. Um, so, yeah, Patrick Tain, nine to the Broncos. And Caleb Farley, 10 to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. If Slater were to be there like you had him taking in the last mock draft, I definitely think the Cowboys could and should consider Slater because of the fact that, you know, the offensive line, which used to be a, a big strength, is starting to get a little older and, you know, eventually got to rebuild that thing. So I definitely see that possibility as well. Yeah. Um, 
I think, honestly, the Cowboys draft a center later on in the class. But number nine and ten, Patrick Sertain uh, to the Broncos. Number ten, Caleb Farley to the Cowboys. For all the reasons you guys said, um, just they, they, they've got it all. It's, it's dealer's choice right there uh, between the two. I prefer a little bit more of Sertain. I think he's a better uh, press corner. I think if you're the Broncos, you grab him. Um, and then the Cowboys obviously go with, go with Caleb Farley just because he fits their scheme perfectly, and they also really need a corner. And you can't really trade back either because you can't let him fall in San Francisco. So um, yeah. I think you grab him here, and, and you're happy with, with who you got. All right, we have more with, Brent, with Brantley Wiseman, uh, draft analyst and scout, former scout for Los Angeles Chargers. We'll talk about that in a little bit. In part two, you're listening to the most authentic voice of sports, the Sports Headline Show. We'll be back in part two. All right, welcome back to the most authentic place in sports, the Sports Headline Show. This is Mock Draft 5.0 featuring Brantley Wiseman. So we just finished our top 10 picks. We're going to run through 11 through 32. So we're each going – so I'm going to pick 11 – Warner, uh, pick 12, and so on and so forth. I think you guys get the gif. All right, so pick 11 for me. I have – this is actually the New York Giants picking here. A couple of different options you could go with here. But the guy that I'm looking at, for me, I think he's on the board. He's going to be on the board still in a couple picks. So I'm going to trade back with a team that could be in the looking for a quarterback probably at the soonest next season. And Trey Lance is still on the board. So the Minnesota Vikings are going to jump. The San Francisco 49ers going to trade their 14th pick and pick 90, which will be in the third round, to jump up and get Trey Lance for all the reasons that you, Brantley, have mentioned. And, I mean, you just need some future upside at quarterback, and you need to think beyond Kirk Cousins. So I think this is the move to go here. And Trey Lance still on the board. Perfect sense for me. The Giants still have their guy at 14. Yeah. Um, I, I doubt that when we – actually, no, you'll be doing pick 14, so it'll work out perfectly. But – Number 12 here, I have the um, San Francisco 49ers picking Trey Lance. I think it's a no-brainer here um, because Jimmy Garoppolo is not the end-all, be-all as a quarterback. He is a very, very average quarterback. Um, now, he served you well, and he did his job. But at the end of the day, if you're going to make a dynasty with the, um, with the, the likes of the Chiefs uh, and, then, and then even teams with aging quarterbacks in the Packers or the uh, um, – the, I almost said the Bradys, the Buccaneers um, – you, you, you got to be able to compete and have that high upside quarterback. So I think you grab uh, Trey Lance, put him in the easiest scheme to master as a quarterback and, and just have some fun. I like it. Now, so for 13, I have the Chargers. Please no um, wide receiver. Please no wide receiver. Please no wide receiver. You know, I'm actually going to have us trade back. I'm going to have us trade back with the Dolphins and I follow my mock draft. And look, it's really more so about Dolphins cannot let Micah Parsons keep sliding. Like I don't see how Micah Parsons is going to continue to slide. And I think a team, whether it's the Dolphins, whether it's you know the Raiders, somebody's going to get up, go up, get up in there and get him. I mean, I think he's very much ahead of the, this, the second best linebacker. And so I think Miami will trade up with the Chargers. They'll select Micah Parsons. He'll be the captain of their defense for the years to come. Uh, you know, he'll be able to get moved around a lot. And Brian Flores is multi multi front scheme. Um, I think I think this is a home run pick for the Dolphins. So I have the Dolphins moving up from 18 to 13 to get Micah Parsons. That makes a lot of sense. Um, now, in, especially because they just released Kyle Van Noy. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense for the Dolphins. So, for me, at pick 14, the New York Giants are going to take the same player, Micah Parsons, at pick 14. Because Blake Martinez is not going to be good enough, ladies and gentlemen. Like, tackles are overrated. Like, like tackles, the stats are overrated. 
You go get Micah Parsons, who's going to be the leader of that defense. If it wasn't for some potential character issues, you're looking at a top 10 pick. So the value here at 14 is monumental. And it doesn't really help that linebackers in terms of positional value just aren't that high on the list. So you're the Giants. You get Micah Parsons as well. That's my pick 14. Yeah. Um, and the Patriots here at number 15. I think um, the perfect spot for this guy would be later on in the draft, but I don't think you can pass him up right here. And this is Mac Jones. Um, I, I don't think you, you cannot let Washington um, be able to, to grab him. Uh, you can't let him fall into Washington's lap. Um, I think he's the last first round quarterback that, that is in this class. I don't think any other quarterback should have any business going in the first two days, except, him on. except for maybe Jamie Newman um, the team might want to take a chance on him in the third round. Um, but Mac Jones here, um, get your next, get your next quarterback. We're, the team's really familiar with pocket passers. So grab Mac Jones um, and, and build around him for the future. Yeah. I like it. All right. So I'm at 16 with the Cardinals and the Cardinals are a hard one. You know, um, they could use help on the offensive line. They could use help at the corner. They could use an edge rusher. And that's actually where I'll have them going. And look, I know they just signed JJ Watt, but yeah. I, I think he's not so much of an edge rusher anymore. I, I think I think um they still gotta get another guy to pair with um to pair with Chandler Jones, especially as I don't think they'll re-sign Hassan Reddick. I think he gets paid in the offseason. So I have them drafting uh, Gregory Rousseau. I think he he's a, he can play multiple fronts. And I don't I don't see him sliding this far on draft day. I think he's a hell of a player who people are forgetting about because he opted out. But he has a rare blend of size, athletic ability, bend, length. I mean, this guy is an explosive first step. I mean, he, he's – I'm not necessarily sure what people don't see in Grigory or so. I think this is a classic nitpick, nitpicking situation going on. And so I think, he, I, think he, I think he goes with, uh, with the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, speaking of Gregory Rousseau, number 17, the Raiders. This is not a Raiders kind of pick, but I'm the GM of the Raiders right now. Gosh darn it. I'm taking Gregory Rousseau. I mean, people want to, like you said, you want to nitpick and say, oh, you know, he does have a lot of pass rushing moves. Guess what? He had 15 and a half sacks in his freshman year at, at, at college. Okay. So yeah, show me one freshman that is a polished pass rusher. And, and, and the ACC, or just in college football in general, stop nitpicking people. The Raiders just need some type of, of uh, dang it, they just need some type of upside at edge rusher. Gregory Russo is that kind of upside, the number one pass rusher, in my opinion. And for the Cardinals, really quickly, I just taking in the water, just want to throw that out there. I thought that would be interesting fit there. But yeah, Rashad, I mean, Gregory Russo to the Raiders. Yeah, um, so in my mock, I actually had the Colts trade up to grab Micah Parsons. The Dolphins were going to grab him, but I had the Dolphins taking Rashad Bateman. Um, you drafted your tackle that upgrades the whole offensive line. Now you grab a receiver um, that is going to give to a, absolutely zero excuses um, to to not be the guy. He's going to have a good offensive line. He's going to have good weapons. He's got a really, really interesting, quote-unquote, tight end in Mike Gusecki. Um, and, and so – you give him every reason not to thrive or every reason to thrive. And if he doesn't, you know, you got to get a quarterback next year. Yeah. And by the way, um, Rashad Bateman is my wide receiver three. Thank Keenan Allen for people listening. Cause that's kind of my comp for him. Uh, you have him over who? Uh, Rashad Bateman. I have him over Jalen Waddle. Interesting. I don't think I've heard that before. I like it. Hey, I like it. Be bold. 
But I will say, though, so I don't want the Chargers to get skipped. So I'm going to go ahead and do the Chargers because I, I know we're kind of getting a little funky with the trade. And so let's just pretend that, that we're picking the Chargers at 18 again since that's where I had them traded. And so I'm going with a Christian Derisaw, uh offensive tackle for the for the, for the um, Virginia Tech. I actually think he's a better player than Rashawn Slater. Um, I'm not that high on Slater, to be real. Uh, I, I, after, after doing some more film study, talking to some guys in the league, I think his best position might be at guard or even at center. And I'm, it's, he's just not my kind of style for tackle. I'm going with Derisaw, who's an easy mover. He has length, he has power. Um, I wish he finished a little bit better, but I think he has a prototypical movement skill to be helped hold his own on the left side of the Chargers offensive line. And so I'm going to go with Derisaw for the Chargers pick, um, which is I had at 18, but we can go ahead and go to the Lions or – 19. So, yeah. All right. So I'll take 19 then. Um, I believe this is the, sh- no, this is the Washington football team and Taylor Heineke. We trust. I'm joking. There's no quarterbacks on the board. So, I mean, you kind of have to at least know, don't know what they're going to do at free agency. So as of right now, we're just going to pretend you have Taylor Heineke going in next season. So we're going to get Kadarius Tony, who is my last receiver in the first round. Um, he's an elite guy in space. Get him in space. Kind of your playmaker guy. You're going to, up some routes, um, solid hands. Um, I think this is the movie. Pair him with Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson out of the backfield. The offensive line is solid-ish. And like you said earlier, Washington's defense is ready to go. You open the window, Kadarius uh, Tony, to the Washington football team. Pick 20, Warner. Here we go. The Chicago Bears are in probably the worst spot <laughs> as an organization just because they have no quarterback, an aging defense full of overpaid uh, or really highly paid veterans, no offensive line, and no wide receivers or weapons of any kind except for David Montgomery. Um, so the Bears are end up going to end up taking Samuel Cosme, um, the offensive tackle out of Texas. I shore up the offensive line. Um, Kadarius Tony actually just went for me as well to the football team. I don't see really much value right here for a receiver. I think you can grab one in the second round, uh, maybe even the third. That's going to be a very, very good one. So you grab offensive tackle here, and hopefully you can address quarterback somehow. Yeah, I like that. Um, so for the Colts, bringing over uh, Carson Wentz, I think they'll either need to address a receiver or offensive tackle, and I'm going to go with actually Simon Cosme as well. Um, I think this is a guy who's going to get slept on a little bit. I think he's – is the length he has the movement skills he, he has excellent feet he can he can reach second level in the run game and, un, uh, and unlike Darius, i think he plays with the toughness and physical temperament that you love to see he loves to finish guys and so i got him going to the colts he'll be their left tackle for the future and, and give carson went so much needed protection that he didn't get in philly yeah replaced uh anthony costanzo retired um so yeah, i really i do like that fit for the colts uh, pick 22 here, the Tennessee Titans, who had the worst pass rush in football last year. So, obviously, we're going to take a quarterback. I'm joking. Uh, we're going to take Aziz Ajilari, the edge rusher out of uh, Georgia. Think kind of a bending guy who's going to use a lot more finesse and speed than he is power. Kind of maybe like Carol Landry, maybe. Um, put him on this defense. You just need some upside at pass rusher, similar to the Raiders. He's the best pass rusher, in my opinion, that's still available on the board. On the board. Take Aziz Ajilari with this pick. Yeah, um, at number 23, the Jets. Um, I, I actually had a tough time picking here for them. 
Yeah. Um, just because of who had already gone and in what order. I think the Jets here take Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa. Uh, um, I, I think have some upside at, uh, at linebacker, pair him with CJ Moley, who, who's hopefully going to be healthy for the first time in this contract. Uh, new head coach Robert Sala is going to be able to build that defense um, through the linebacker spot, which when you have really good linebackers, again, it really provides a difference. They're not necessarily the highest value position, but when you have them and when they're good, you can tell. And so you, you build a really nice linebacking core here uh, for the Jets with new quarterback Zach Wilson, Makai Becton, Denzel Mims, uh, J- Crowder. Give, 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 your, uh, give your team a nice influx of young, good talent. Yeah, I like that. Uh, for, for, so for the Steelers, um, you know, I think they obviously need uh, a left tackle of the future. Alejandro Villanueva is getting up there in age, and is, he's a, a UFA, I think, as, as in the offseason. So I'm going to go with uh, Rashawn Slater here. Um, I do think he'll get drafted higher than this, but my mock draft that I'm going to make in the future, I think this is about his range. And so I have, I have uh, him going to the Steelers, and he'll be able to play multiple spots for them. And uh, kind of show up this offensive line. Yeah, uh, so I believe we're at pick 25 here. Really quickly, Warner, when we get – never mind, I'll say, that. I'll say that later. All right, pick 25, I believe, really quickly, this is the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want to protect Trevor Lawrence. And while I'm not particularly high on this guy, he's the best tackle on the board, um, and he has some nice pass blocking traits, I think. Uh, so you're going to go grab Tevin Jenkins, the uh, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State, Again, after you get maybe past, you know, Elijah Tucker's more of an interior offensive lineman. So after you get past, like, Cosby, maybe Derisaw, I'm not particularly high on a lot of these other guys. But you go get the best guy on the board to protect Trevor Lawrence at pick 25. Warner? Interesting. Um, I actually had them grabbing Pat Firemuth, but the Browns at pick 26 – uh, Zayvon Collins, linebacker, Tulsa. I've I've been mocking this for a little bit while, a little while. Really good cover linebacker. Um, he's just going to bring much needed coverage, run stuffing. He's going to bring it to the Browns, and their Super Bowl window is is opening right now, and and they've got to take advantage of it. So why not grab an athletic, fast, good covered uh, linebacker to add to that defense? So twenty seven for the Ravens. I think again. Um, receiver and interior offensive lineman would probably be the, their biggest needs. They got to help Lamar Jackson in any way they can. And so, you know, I'll give them uh, Elijah Barry Tucker. I think, I think that this is a pretty big slide for him. Um, but if he's on the board, I, mean, I think, I think, uh, I think Eric DaCosta really runs this, uh, runs this pick in. I think Barry Tucker is the best interior offensive lineman in this class. Um, he's a technician. He has good, good power and good athletic ability to move in the space. Um, I like everything about his game, and so I think he'd be perfect fit for Baltimore. All right. Technically, this is my pick, but Warner, I have a trade at 29, so I was wondering if you could take 28 and I'll take 29 because I have a trade at 29. Okay. Um, that's fine. So, wait, you want me to grab 28? Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so right here with the Saints, I uh, figured um, you're you're probably you're going to lose Kwan Alexander. You're in a heap of cap trouble right now, so – Grab Nick Bolton, linebacker out of Missouri. Um, he's going to bring the physicality to that defense and and keep that window open for a little bit longer. Drew Brees has not officially said he's going to retire yet. So, he, hey, why not run it back? 
Yeah, really quickly, my thoughts on Nick Bolden, because I've gotten a chance to evaluate him a little bit. Only thing that's really going to cause him to potentially fly to the second round is that coverage ability. You're really going to have to develop that. He's more of your uh, base run stuffer, but really looks lost sometimes when you're asking to play coverage. All right, pick 29, the Green Bay Packers, your Green Bay Packers, are going to take Jordan Love 2.0. I quit. Um, so I'm going to have the Jacksonville Jaguars trade up Back into the first round, they're going to trade their pick 33 and pick 97, which is, I believe, their third rounder, maybe fourth. I forget, one of the two. And they're going to trade back up into the first round and get Pat Fryermuth, uh, the guy you had them taking earlier, tight end out of Penn State. I've seen a lot of different stuff about him. I've watched, I just watched his tape before we hopped on. Some comparisons with Rob Gronkowski. I see it a little bit. He is a mauler, a run blocker, and he has some of that. So he's not more of a refined uh, route runner feel, but he's really nice after the catch. He can go up there and snag one from you. Bigger body tight end. You give Trevor Lawrence some more weapons. And now if you're the Jags, you get, you get Trevor Lawrence, you get a tackle for Trevor Lawrence, and you get him another weapon. Looking a little bit better. You feel a little bit more confident going into next season. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I like that a lot. So for Buffalo – uh, Buffalo is an interesting one. You know, I think this is a really talented team. Um, but I'm going to go with the corner here. And this is a guy, again, like, I think we'll go higher than this. But J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Um, I think him falling this far would be would be ridiculous. And I think yeah. this is a guy who's a physical press man corner who has good length, good feet. Um, and he's just a dog. And so I think pairing him up with Tredavious White, uh, that would make for a hell of a corner tandem. Yeah, steal the draft for the Bills. Go ahead, Warner. Pick 31. Yeah, um, so with the Kansas City Chiefs, they obviously got destroyed by the Bucks' pass rush. Um, Shaq Barrett and JPP for MVP. Um, so I have him taking Tevin Jenkins at Oklahoma State. I think he's going to really open up the, uh, the running game. He's going to be a viable pass protector for Mahomes. And, hey, you just keep this going and keep Mahomes healthy. And um, I mean, it's super, you're Super Bowl. Uh, you're looking Super Bowl for this season. So fill in a hole at, at tackle, um, and and keep this thing rolling. All right. And the last pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's a couple of different picks you could go here. You could go offensive line. I think it's left tackle. You could go there. Um, okay. Could go either edge rusher or linebacker, depending on if you lose Barrett or David. But I'm going to take Travis Etienne, just a better version of Ronald Jones because you can use them out of the backfield as well. You can uh, Tom Brady loves those dink and dunks to, to his running back. I think this is a nice pick. So this is Mock Draft 5.0. We know, Brandon, you're a busy person. We want to get you out of here. So we have three minutes with you. Um, flip the table for our guests. You guys know what that is already. Brantley, thank God we explained it to you before we hopped on. So flip the table, Brantley, uh, before we get you out of here. Not gonna lie, give me the quick 10 second rundown of what it means to get. What what'd you say? Give me the quick 10 second uh, rundown of what the table means. All right, what's the table? Is I, ask, I ask questions. Yeah, any questions, show related, sports related, whatever. Opportunity for the guest to ask any questions. Sure, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think what you guys are doing is awesome. I think uh, I love Big Fan. Um, you guys are hustlers. Uh, I'm a, I appreciate that. Um, so, who's your guys' favorite teams? Uh, Chargers fan, which the numbers I want to get you on, Chargers and Packers for him. Yep. Go Pack, go. Packers, man. Jordan Love, I hate to see it. <laughs> Dude, hate to see it. Oh, man. I was kind of hoping we'd shop him for a first-round pick this year. 
Um, but it's, it is what it is. I think it only. I think it's as worse. I think it's only as bad as it is because they didn't get a wide receiver like any whatsoever. Like if you guys in, 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 in a historic receiver class, they didn't right. get a single one. Like, Imagine just, if they would have. I mean, geez. they drafted a fullback with a third round pick, <laughs> and then he tore his ACL. I mean, come on now. Hey, thanks for joining us, though. I'm gonna go be sad for a few minutes because the Packers botched last year's draft. <laughs> no, guys, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Uh, I'd love to do it again. Maybe perhaps after the draft, we can do a little recap show or something like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Keep that in mind. All right, you guys are listening to the Sports Online Show, Mock Draft 5.0. Actually, Brantley, if you could go off, we're gonna explain because we have some different things we're gonna do for the next one. And Warner, let's talk about it. So, thanks, Brantley, as always. All right. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Um, so mock draft 6.0 is going to be uh, next week. Actually, yep. I think we should do a three-one round one. I really want to do that one because I think we like the drafts of the drafts now. What do you think about that? I think we should do it now. Let's do it. A three-round draft now? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay, I was going to say. <laughs> All right, no, so um, pick number thirty-three, the Jacksonville Jaguars select. Right. Uh, like, uh, well, well, for me, well, for me, the Jags are uh, they, they oh. right. They trade. Tell, tell me who'd you pick if you were the Packers right here. If I'm the Packers, I take Asante Samuel Jr. This this oh, makes yeah. a lot because then the big reason I trade down here with the Packers because then you still have your second round pick with your second round pick. You get a wide. And receiver. you get an extra third one. Right, and you have an extra third one. This pick made a lot of sense. I think the Packers might have won that deal actually. Hey, I mean, you're welcome. It depends on if Pat Fryermuth becomes the next Gronk. Right. If he does, then they, they probably want that deal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that pick at all. I actually had JC Horn falling to 29. He just, there was never a great This draft was him. weird, man. Like, oh, yeah. like, like, it, it felt, it felt like, like, besides the shot, besides Jalen Waddle, who fell a lot for me, like, there were some guys who were like, holy crap, I did not expect them to fall this far. It's just how the board went. Uh, yeah, I, I had actually Gregory Rousseau being picked at 14. I think he could have been a top five pick easy this year. I, I, I was actually really contem- I was really contemplating with the Giants pick going uh, Gregory Rousseau at 11, but that I kept thinking about, it's like, man, the Vikings are going to get desperate. I mean, San Fran's there at 12. Caleb Farley's gone, so there's no really debate if you're the Niners. If Trey Lance is there, you take Trey Lance. And, yeah. Dude, yeah. So, you know, I didn't. I didn't have four quarterbacks going with the first four picks, so the board was, the board was cluttered. Right, hey, no, I, I think I think that is a very, very real possibility. I think that somebody a- trades up to three, grabs Justin Fields, yeah. with Falcons feel pressure to go uh, quarterback. And hey, Trey Lance, it's not like he's going to a super complex scheme. He'd still be going to Arthur Smith, Kyle Shanahan's uh, scheme. So yeah. All right. So, but next week, mock draft. 6.0. We're going to do a fun one. It's going to be really different, but really fun. All right. One are, we, are we thinking two rounds or three rounds? This is going to be the three round one. We're going to do a three one round one. I just want to do it. And, you know, we, I got, think- we got two really, really fun ideas uh, coming for you guys in the next two or three weeks. Um, we still got like a month before the draft. Yeah. So, so, so we got I, over thinking, a month, honestly. I'm thinking probably after that one, we'll probably go a little bit more team specific, seven round. So those will be a lot shorter by seven rounds. And one- more, more lists. You know, we just dropped our top 10 receivers video yesterday. Um, more, more, you know, maybe edge rushers, offensive linemen, offensive yeah, tackle. I think edge rush will be next probably. Um, corners maybe. Yeah, this corner um, class is really nice as well. There's some really nice linebackers too. Really intriguing linebackers. 
Yeah, again, um, I, I really like Nick Bolton, but I, you really, I really want to see a team develop yeah, I, I can see that. his coverage skills. But um, so to prepare for mock draft six, really quickly, can you explain what it's going to be? Because what we're going to do is we're going to do a draft of the draft. So sounds yeah. sounds a little weird, but Warner, go ahead and explain it really quick. So, so you guys all know how um, how you know there's there's three days of the NFL draft. On the first day or first night, it's the first round. On the second day, it's the second and third round. Then on the third day, it's four through seven. Um, so what Sean and I are going to do is we're each going to take half of the league, 16 teams. We don't know if we'll split it NFC, AFC, or um, I'll go, get to that know, in a minute. two teams from each division, whatever, whatever we've decided to do. But we're each going to take 16 teams, and we are going to do a full three-round mock draft NFL style. So we're going to go on one day, uh, we're going to go the first round. And then on the day after, we're going to go round two, round three. It's going to be a huge block of time. Um, one of us will play Roger Goodell. One of us will get to boo Roger Goodell and we'll all have, uh, we'll have, we'll have fun. Um, so, you know, NFL style draft, uh, maybe we, <laughs> one of us might play Mel Kiper. Um, that, that'll be interesting. Justin Fields is the greatest quarterback ever. <laughs> I don't know why the Jags passed on Justin Fields. I, I, I have no clue. Oh my God, that was terrible. You get in that. We'll, we'll have to work on our uh, our, um, our our interpretations yeah. of of No Kuiper, but yeah, we'll have to work on that. But while I was thinking, Warner, tell me what you think. Uh, so while I was saying draft of the draft is we were going to have a draft pool of the team. So. I don't like the idea of like one of us being ASC, one of us being NFC. Seems too generic and bland to me. I was thinking we do a draft and we pick which teams we want to use to draft with. You didn't realize that rhyme, did it? What? I don't want to do AFC and then other do NFC. That just doesn't seem fun to me. I did a rap. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't want to do AFC and NFC. That seems too bland to me. Ooh. Play the intro music? No, I don't want to see you dance anymore. No, you don't. Uh, want yeah, to see me that dance sounds anymore. that sounds fun. Sort of like um, sort of like the all the NBA All Star Draft. Um, yeah, which, which we did with Sabrina by the way yesterday, and by the way they they did it last night. Sabrina as well. did a much better team. Uh, got a much better team than you did. It's just so much more fun to watch. I think True. you probably would have won the game. You would have scored more points. But I mean, I would have been. I said it yesterday. I probably I had the team full of methodical scores. She had the team of go dunk and have fun. <laughs> she had the team of half court lobs. Right. Um. So I was thinking we could do the draft really quickly. Now we have about twenty minutes, maybe a little less. Um. So I think it's only fair so that we don't screw each other's teams over. I get the Chargers automatically. You get the Packers automatically. Yeah, I was kind of thinking. I mentioned this to you. I mean, would it be less biased for us to switch teams? And then I was thinking, you know what? No, never mind, because you're going to draft like Kyle Trask or somebody in the first round. I think it would be less biased if we picked the wrong team. It would be less biased. And we we don't really have to be worried about, you know, what's super realistic here. I'm telling you, if J.C. Horn falls to Green Bay, this is going to be more fun mock draft. So if J.C. Horn falls to Green Bay, I'm taking J.C. Horn. For sure. If, if, um, you know what, I'm not going to spoil, but I got a few wide receiver ideas also for Green Bay. Uh, go check out our top 10 wide receivers video. Um, we we send a link. On are they in the top 10? Huh? Is, are the wide, is, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pick the 12th best wide receiver at the 29 overall. I know who you're thinking about. I know. 
Is it is it number nine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would consider that a reach, but I don't even blame you. I, I mean, don't even care, man. All right. He is so fun Bring to watch. Bring him in. Oh, man. He is so fun to watch. All right. So, again, automatically, I get the Chargers, you get the Packers. Um, Brantley just put that idea in my head about potential trade downs. He just planted that in my head. Um, so, anyway, you want to go? You're, you're muted. I can't hear you. Sorry, we're having some little technical difficulties there. Um, you got me? Uh, how about now? Wait, okay, now you're really muted. Um, but yeah, I hear you now. My bad. Go ahead. Um, so <laughs> we are allowed to trade down with with each other and also trade up. Now I'm not, we we can't just say say I get the Jags and and Sean gets uh, and and I and I have the Packers as well. I'm not going to trade up to number one overall with the seventh round pick. It has to be somewhat realistic. Has, the trades have to be realistic, but um, you know, if Sean wants to trade back from 13 to 29 with the Chargers to the Packers. I can accept the trade. I can decline the trade. Yeah. It, 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 if he gives me a good offer or if I just don't want to trade down if I'm the Packers in this situation. So You mean trade up if you're the Packers? Yeah, my bad. My bad. Trade up. Yeah, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to trade up unless I'm asking for every first-round pick until we are 40. Um, so would you want the first pick in this pool or whatever? You want the first pick? Sure, I'll take the first pick. Um, All right. I'm keeping track, by the way. Okay. Um, let me let me pull up the teams, like the picks for each team, so that I can see, I'm, like, which team. Who we... do I want to grab? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the uh, the New York Jets. Dang it! I was That's... thinking about the Jags. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the Jets because the Jags have a lot of first round picks. Yeah, the Jags. First and then the 33rd. So basically three first. Yeah. And and then they have the pick from when they traded Yannick and Gakwe to the Vikings. So I'm actually going to take an X. Yeah, Zoom's kicking us out in 10 minutes as well. So we got 10 minutes to get this done. Um, I'm going to take the Jags. Same reasons. You know, a lot of picks. You get to build around a young quarterback through the draft. I'm going to take the Jags. All right. Um, honestly, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Miami right here. Um, with that Houston Similar. trade, they've got an extra second-round pick as well. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll run with Miami. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You're writing these down, right? Yeah, I'm keeping, keeping <laughs> <Okay>. track. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping track. Don't worry. Um, okay. I, I don't worry about my Chargers. Uh there are, are there any what, what other teams have like some picks? Um, I, I hope you choose this this team that I'm thinking of. I want you to draft them here. I'm gonna go. Mm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this because I'm either gonna irritate the crap out of Warren or <laughs> the Bengals. That was the second team I wanted you to pick. <laughs> so I'm gonna take the Bengals because I'm gonna ir- I'm gonna either irritate the crap out of Warren or Warren's gonna want the Bengals to hire me as, as the GM. One of the yeah. two, either way, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna take it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. The group chat will be alive. For sure. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Mr. MCDC Motor City Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. I've always had a soft spot for Detroit. I've wanted to do several Madam rebuilds with him, but I don't want to beat the Packers twice a year. 
Um, So I'm going to be able to hopefully help the the Lions here. Detroit Lions. Come on. Come on. All right. Uh, With my next one, I think I'm going to say this might be a little more shocking, but I just want to have some more fun here with this team because, I mean, Kevin, no brainer. They need to build through the draft. Gosh, John, I'm gonna take the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, I was gonna draft them next. Build through Tyler. Next, they have all their picks. They don't have any additional picks, but they have their picks, and that's what really matters. It's another team that's on my mind. I hope you don't take them here. I'm gonna draft. I don't know if I'm taking them, but I'm drafting the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, I think that's good. Um, I, I have some interesting ideas in planning for them. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles. This one of the last teams that have extra picks, I believe. They just got – they have a third for sure for this year from the Colts. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and this is only three rounds. So, you're really looking – oh, crap. Yeah, you guys have an extra third rounder for the line, Motor City, Dan, Motor City Dan Campbell. So, that's another good pick for you. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles. Okay. Um, I'm going to grab – you know what? <laughs> oh, I really, I really want to. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'll grab, I'll grab Atlanta. I'll grab Atlanta. Atlanta. That was, that was one of the teams I was thinking about next. Atlanta, they are picking in the top five this year. Um, all right, so all the top five teams are gone. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I want to take this team because I'm going to have them trade to get Sam Darnold. So I don't know if I want the Panthers anymore because now I don't have a second-round pick with them because I'm going to trade for Darnold. Um, will you trade for Darnold or will you trade up, though? True. Actually, you know what? Screw it. I am going to take the Panthers. Yes, that's the team I wanted you to draft. Uh, hopefully we can make out, uh, make out a trade for Sam Darnold. Um, maybe we can work oh, out a right. trade. You're the Jets and the Dolphins, so I would have to trade with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe we can trade. We can do a trade that involves you getting Sam Darnold and the third overall pick. Oh, my Kevin. <laughs> maybe all of your picks for the next 14 years. Um no, but we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab them with my next pick. Okay, so that means with your first round pick, you have to take somebody with a third round grade. Yes, yes. So I'll look at our I'll look at our grade sheet and um, go straight to the third round. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, you took the Raiders. I'm gonna take the. Uh, I don't know if I want them. Uh, all right, I'm wait, yeah, I'm gonna take the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, um, let's see, Denver's still available. Yeah, I'm the Giants, the Giants are still available, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Giants here. I, I'm gonna pick the uh, New York Giants. I got both New York teams. I think you have a soft spot for New York, not um, they're just so bad, man. <laughs> I want to. I want to help them out. I hate the Yankees, though. Yeah, no, but the Mets, the Giants, the Jets—they they can all get help. All right. Um, I'm gonna get the Browns. 
Interesting. Interesting. Baker Mayfield. I'm going to grab Tennessee. Actually, no, I'm going to grab Indy. All right. We're about halfway through. A little bit more than half now with that pick. Who's left? Blake Griffin agreed to a contract buyout and is now a free agent. Nice. That's Good for him. Yeah. Denver is still on the board. That is like, we're just all avoiding them. Screw, I'm going to take Denver. Denver. I'm just going to take Denver. Good. I wanted you to take Denver. I'm going to put you in a weird spot, Sean. Oh, God. I'm going to put you, unless you, unless you take a certain player, you're going to be in a weird spot. For who? My Chargers? I got Dallas and I got um, New York. Oh, yeah. And then you have San Fran. So, um, Caleb Farley drama, question mark. But uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Tennessee right here. So, I got Indy and Tennessee. Um, and I also have Houston's first-round pick, but I do not have their team. True. Um, so wait, all right, so we're a little bit more over halfway now. This is my 10th team. Um, I'm going to take – I think I'm going to take – why not? Let's go the Bills here. All right, I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs. All right. And just to keep the fast pace going here, I'm going to take the Saints. Have a little fun. Baltimore, have they been picked yet? Nope. Give me Baltimore. All right. Few teams I've left. the pattern. We, we went all the bad teams, and now we're doing all the good teams. We're staying away from, like, from Chicago, right, right. Washington. <laughs> They're in weird spots right now. Washington, Houston, Chicago. Um, crap. Uh, oh, New England's out of the board. New England. You know what? Give me Washington. I'm going to snipe Mac Jones from you. At 19? Well, I'm going to snipe him. I'm going to trade up, Sean. I'm telling you. Okay. Wait, how many teams do we have so far? Was that 5, 10? Oh, wait, crap. I can't count. Five. Oh, you know what? Nine, oh, 13. I'm going to put you in a real predicament, Sean. I'm going to put you in a real predicament. Forget right. Mac Jones. I have my eyes set on bigger and better things. Four teams left. I'm going to take the Steelers. We're about to start getting to these teams that you really don't want because they had no picks. <laughs> so, wait, we have Chicago still left. Chicago. So, there's four teams left. We got L.A. and Houston, right? Uh, hold on, wait. I'm going to pick – so, actually, no, there's six teams left? Six teams left. Houston. Tampa Bay still left. Tampa – uh, you just took Washington, Chicago, Seattle. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll do Seattle. Go ahead, give me Seattle. Might have some interesting Russell Wilson trade going on. Okay, okay, okay. Um, crap, like who is who, – who am I missing? Is, is Minnesota gone? Minnesota's still here? Oh, man. Vikings, thank you. <laughs> All right. So four teams left. The Rams, the Bucks, I believe, um, and the Texans. Who's the other one? Chicago? Yep, Chicago. Yeah. Got to roll through them. I'll grab the Rams. Okay. Give um, Matt some love. I'll grab the Bucks. Crap. Um, Chicago, Houston, which one is worse? 
I mean, I'll take Chicago. I have some interesting things back for Chicago. Sorry, you get no picks, John. But hey, Yay. this was fun. Uh, thank you all for watching this episode of the Sports Headline Show. Exciting mock draft uh, with our mock draft draft um, for the next mock draft of mock draft season. This is Warner Sanker with Sean Davis signing off. You're listening to the most authentic place in sports. Peace out.